we need to build in our populace creative thinkers and the best tool that we have in our educational arsenal to do so is music music is the glue that holds all the all the other uh programs together so math science technology engineering all that stuff can be strengthened by music so we believe strongly in investing uh, in music programs to help strengthen schools overall that's brendan stengel director of operations at music for everyone and today we're going to talk about how music for everyone uses the power of music to foster a creative spark in people of all ages and how music can reconnect communities in these difficult times by bringing joy, healing, and knowledge. Hi everyone, and welcome to the Gifts That Give Hope podcast, celebrating the people and organizations who are true gifts to our community. I'm your host, Jen Nepper, and since 2008, I've worked with a team of local volunteers to help organize the annual Gifts That Give Hope gift fair in Lancaster. Gifts That Give Hope is a unique holiday shopping experience that brings together local small businesses and organizations that provide underserved people employment, opportunities to learn new skills, and a sense of community. Thanks for listening, and now on to the show. Today, um, we're welcoming Brendan Stengel from Music for Everyone. He's here today to talk with us about their work. And we've had Music for Everyone as part of the gift fair since our beginning in 2008. And I'll never forget um, when we first started pitching this idea to different people, I met with John Gertie, who is the founder of Music for Everyone. And I remember telling him about it. And asking him if he'd want to be a part of it. And he, you know, he looked at me and he's like, yeah, sure, we're in. And he just, you know, he didn't really even hesitate. And I appreciated how he just, you know, took a chance and a risk on something that was, you know, a brand new idea. And, um, yeah, so I wondered if you would uh, give us a little background about Music for Everyone. How long has it been here in Lancaster? And what was John's reason for starting it? Sure. Uh, music for Everyone is a nonprofit in Lancaster County that exists to cultivate the power of music as an educational, community building tool, and public health tool. Uh, we do a wide range of programming uh, in the educational side of things. We have an after school program, we have an uh, in school program, we do a camp every year, and we also give educational grants. Um, and recent, fairly recently, we started a program that we are trying to repair and uh, catalog every single instrument of every single public school in Lancaster County. Uh, and uh, we're about year four with that program, and we've repaired hundreds and hundreds of instruments, which has been great. Um, the reason we do it uh, on the educational side of our investment is, you know, we need to build in our populace creative thinkers. And the best tool that we have in our educational arsenal to do so is music. Music is the glue that holds all the all the other uh, programs together. So math, science, technology, engineering, all that stuff can be strengthened by music. So we believe strongly in investing uh, in music programs to help strengthen schools overall. 
On the community building side of things, we have a MFE Community Chorus, uh, which is a really exciting program that allows folks to join uh, join together uh, and sing for the sheer joy of singing. It's a non-audition chorus that meets every Monday night uh, throughout the year and then goes out and performs in public. We also have a ukulele uprising, uh, which is our ukulele orchestra, as I like to call it. It has about 40 folks that get together and, and learn ukulele tunes and then go out and play them uh, throughout the community. Um, then we also do things like Keys for the City, which if you've been in Lancaster City, you've probably seen the pianos in downtown um, that we have. We underwrite professional artists and also schools and all kinds of folks to come in and paint pianos that allow uh, that sit on the streets from May through September and anybody can access them 24 seven and the whole, the whole idea behind the program. And in addition to being uh, Lancaster's longest running public art initiative is that we want to create access to music. Anybody and everybody can play these pianos 24 seven. Uh, and whether you're, you're picking out, picking out little melodies on the uh, piano or you're, you're playing Chopin, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's a wonderful addition to our city, I think. Um, in addition to that, we also team up with the city of Lancaster on Music Fridays, where we place anywhere from 20 to 30 street spots throughout downtown Lancaster. And this year, we've also placed them uh, in all the neighborhoods as well. Um, and again, creating access to musical entertainment, and we're paying artists and bringing the community together through the power of music. And that's really what our community investment is about. You know, uh, as a society, as whether regionally, locally, wow. nationally, internationally, we're becoming less and less connected. And communities need to invest in things that bring people together. And music's power to do so is unrivaled. You know, everybody can go out and enjoy music together. And with things like Music Friday and all of our different various programming, we create a lot of different opportunities and niches to make sure that we're including everybody uh, through that through music. Music has always been a part of my life, and so many different genres. And um, if we can use that as a a healing tool, it's just it's such a powerful thing. And I. I wanted to bring you to talk about music for everyone because I think sometimes people may think like, oh, music, that's really nice. But research has shown it's just so impactful in so many ways. And um, where I work as a nurse, we have a music therapist there. And I've just seen it firsthand when she works with patients. And even there was one time that we as nurses all came in and we were playing different instruments with a patient. He had the, He had a guitar and we were all just playing. And it was just one of the most like, meaningful experiences I've ever had as a as a healthcare provider. So music for everyone has always been one of my favorites, even though we shouldn't say we have favorites. It's like asking who your favorite child is. But um, music for everyone has always been one of the nonprofits at the gift fair, and we're just always so glad to have you each year and uh, to have the chorus sing. And we're I think the ukulele team will be joining us too, so we'll awesome. look forward to that. I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, music is so much more than music. Music is reading, it's math, it's science, it's community building, it's healing. I mean, w we talk as artists and especially as musicians, we talk about the kind of the feel goods about it. And they're great, you know, being able to play and just having a good time with it or listening and it impacts you in your core. And that's, that's wonderful stuff. But 
It's so much more than that. Right. So much more. So powerful and impactful. And I think that's why it's so important to continue to support these efforts because it's really like your work in the schools for for kids of all ages, that lays the groundwork for their future. And, you know, research has even shown that even in ch with children that come from very troubled backgrounds or have, um, you know, a lot of barriers in life, that even the presence of one person in their life, you know, say that's a, their music instructor, or, you know, you bring in these professional musicians and the power of an instrument, playing an instrument itself can really even just change the trajectory of their life through that, that avenue. So I'm just always so glad that Music for Everyone is here in Lancaster and that they've been part of the, the gift fair. Well, we couldn't do it without support of things like the gift fair and, uh, you know, our ability to raise money is uh, is how we're able to have an impact on the community. Mm -hmm. So we're incredibly grateful to be a part of it every year and have and have had the chance to see it grow from 2008 to now. Right. I mean, it's a completely different fair from when I first started with it, and it's so wonderful to see. Do you have any particular stories about the, um, I'm thinking of the gift that one of the ones I loved that Music for Everyone has at the gift fair is the well-being initiative that you started. And um, I know you work with Right Face. And is there any other um, nonprofits that you work with or or how the well-being initiative, how all that plays out? It really started out with two tracks. So a grant track. So we're providing grants because we're not the experts on this. But there are people out there who are, are currently actively using music as a healing tool. So we want to be able to support that programming by providing them stuff to help them go do good things. Right. Um, and on, on the other side of it is really the program side. So, and right now, Right Face is our biggest public-facing program. Uh, we also we ha in the past two years, year and a half, we've uh, hired on a full-time director of community percussion. Um, and so in addition to his work as a music mentor in the schools, he's also tasked with going out into the community and facilitating various drumming workshops and percussion workshops. A lot of those have been centered around healing. So, for example, he works with Alzheimer's patients, folks right. in the IDD community. He's worked with some vets with PTSD. You know, he's really tasked with going out and finding those kind of programs and and developing them and running them. And those have been really cool to see, you I know, bet. the bucket drumming and the hand percussion. And he's come up with some cool ways to, you know, make it accessible for anybody to participate with. And uh, Matt Woodson and Michael Germanis, the both of them are just absolute geniuses when it, it, it comes to teaching and, and reaching out and being a part of the community. Hey everyone, it's Jen here with a quick reminder to be sure you save the date for the 15th annual Gifts That Give Hope gift fair taking place on Sunday, December 11th, 2022 from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Farm and Home Center. Come join us for shopping, food trucks, children's authors, holiday merriment, and meaningful gift giving. It's a wonderful way to spread holiday cheer and your support benefits the people of Lancaster and the organizations that make our county the special place we know. You can find more information and links to the gift fair in the show notes for this podcast, as well as our website, giftsthatgivehope.org. Thank you for your support, and now let's rejoin the conversation. 
So how did you, as an organization, how did you fare during the pandemic? And did that did that shift things for you? And how did you weather that storm? You know, I, the, I and this is kind of everybody's buzzword, but we, we pivoted very hard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're a very small organization. It's basically me, part-time development director, John Gurdy, and now we have a part-time, uh, we call him our administrative Swiss Army human, <laughs> uh, Colin Fry, who's joined our team. So we're a really small organization led by an organ, uh, all-volunteer board, and it allows us to pivot really quickly, nimbly, and try crazy ideas. So we did exactly that. Um, yeah, so we couldn't place the keys for the city pianos on the streets So uh, because at the time, we didn't know how COVID spread and with the touch and everything. Yeah. And, you know, out of public safety, we said we're not going to place them. But we will underwrite professional artists to come in and do murals all over the city. And now we're year three into our mural program, and we're going to continue that, you know, with the goal of creating public works, works giving artists a little bit of dough to help get them through time because some of the art you know everybody was impacted significantly artists right. were at, probably at the top of that list um and you know continue to make lancaster an arts and culture destination even in a time where we can't gather uh and then we started saying man we can't do music fridays anymore and that was that's such a rallying point for the city and folks come in to see all these acts and stuff um, so we, we, uh, we started strapping musicians to the back of flatbed trucks and driving them throughout the entire city. Oh, wow. Um, what a fun idea. <laughs> it, it was. We, we lost a little sleep over it because we were worried about people falling oh, off and stuff like that. But, um, and that was, that was really cool. Uh, probably one, one of the coolest things we've ever done, I think, um, because you would see people uh, just kind of in in their heads walking down the street, and they're they're just in like COVID protection mode. And then they'd look up and they'd see this flatbed truck driving by, and the, the grins <laughs> and the smiles and the puzzled looks on faces uh, were incredibly memorable. But it also allowed us an opportunity to uh, kind of fulfill a longer term vision that we've had in that. You know, so much cool stuff happens in the immediate grid of downtown Lancaster. And we want to get out into the neighborhoods and do more stuff. So these trucks allowed us to go into every single neighborhood in the city, canvas more or less the entire town, and provide music and that experience to outside of that immediate grid of downtown, yeah. um, which has translated into us now placing pianos in those neighborhoods and, and doing Music Friday stages in those neighborhoods. So in short, we just started coming up with crazy ideas, started seeing what stuck to the walls, and uh, <laughs> and started thinking outside the box. Yeah. And and tell me more about your music for everyone summer camp for the, the kids that participate. We have a summer camp opportunity that anybody in the county can um, can access. And that's something that a lot of folks don't know about music for everyone is – we invest a lot of resources outside of the city of Lancaster School District as well. We, we've supported every single school district in the county. We've provided over 12,500 instruments 
uh, and to all 16, oh, well, 17 if you count Octoroar, because geographically it's located, all 17 school districts in Lancaster County and over 60 nonprofits. So our impact wow. is countywide. And all of our programming for our after-school programming and summer camp programs are open and available to anybody, whether you're part of a school district or you're homeschooled or whatever your situation is, we're providing access to these programs. Lette Stevens knows firsthand the positive impact Music for Everyone's programs have on kids in Lancaster County schools. Colette is the music instructor and choir director at McCaskey High School in Lancaster, and her students have been the recipients of instruments and musical programs from Music for Everyone for the past 10 years. She is also a longtime volunteer with Music for Everyone, and she shared with us the impact she sees from her experience as a volunteer and educator. Well, I could say my first experience was um, as a grant recipient. Um, Working in the school district of Lancaster, students um, are able to borrow instruments. um, And sometimes the instruments aren't in the greatest shape. And I know for me personally, when I started working in the district at Price, it would always be um, just a little bit of down, feeling of downness when you hand a student an instrument and you're like, oh my goodness, this thing smells or, you know, it's not at its full capacity, you know, and, and that I feel was part of engaging students to want to, to participate. So having had that experience and then going to the high school, um, while the instruments were okay, there were still, the inventory was still, you know, in need of some attention. So my goal was to try to flip the inventory and cut down on repair costs. And Music for Everyone over 10 years has been that for my program. Um, So I'm able to hand a student a decent instrument Mm. um, and not feel like, you know, I'm discouraging them. I mean, yes, it may seem minor, but it's a big deal to a student who's trying to continue. um, And you don't want those kinds of hindrances to their development as musicians. Mm -hmm. So it's just really nice to be able to hand them an instrument that's in good playing condition um, and also cut down on repair costs. And one thing I forgot to mention Um, aside from the instrument program, um, is also the resources with teachers pushing into the schools. Um, For example, at my school, Dr. Germanis, Michael Germanis, he comes in once a week. He works with my students. And to have someone of that training, that level of training, you know, just showing so much humility and coming in and working with students um, and supporting the teachers who are, you know, in the trenches working with the students in schools is a great asset that MFE offers. Um, and I know there are other teachers as well um, who who offer their skill set to the students in that way. Is there an example that you can think of, a student maybe that was impacted by the instruments or, you know, when someone asks you to talk about your work with, with Music for Everyone, is there a story that jumps out at you? I can think of a group of students. Um, they've graduated already, but just recently I was we were able to reconnect with them um, and we performed at the Marriott and it was Dr. Germanis' idea. And I, I kind of think of them as a cohort mm-hmm. um, and the relationships that were built because of his impact. Yeah. Um, and they were students of mine as well. Um, and, you know, they played with my daughter. And I just think about that kind, that piece, like the connection still there, 
through music. Mm-hmm. And these students, yes, they were involved in orchestra and they started in like elementary school, very young. And they kind of traveled together through the program, um, not just the school district of Lancaster, but also through music for everyone. And they had that bond and friendship and um, collaboration because of that. Mm-hmm. And they're still friends now. And for them to be able to come back later and be able to see them and play with them and perform with them, that that to me is huge. Exactly. That's huge. Yeah, it's that connection piece that music is so much more than just music or saying, oh, that's a nice song, but it's so powerful at so many levels, especially when you think of academics and how music infiltrates all all the subjects. Right, It could be the reason why a student comes to school, you know, and I've had students tell me that after graduation, reflecting back, kind of one of those things where they're like, oh, I wish I would have known this then, you know, like. In reflection, I get those messages from students that how much they appreciated that space in their day um, to be able to sing or play an instrument um, um, outside of their other classes, to have that space in their day, how much more they appreciated it after they graduated. Um, and those are the, those are the um, messages that I really um, connect with them. And like it's just so rewarding to hear that from a former student, they realized how big, how big of a deal it really is. And I just, I think feeling like just being a part of it over, in many ways over the years, um, I am a part of it because I, I can see the heart and passion that um, the leadership has for, we have for the students um, and what they gain from being a part of and involved in um, music education performances and such that they understand we understand the value in it all um and i i that's why i'm engaged in it that's why i'm invested in it my time um and energy because i i really believe in what they're doing and like i said growing up as a youth um in philadelphia it so reminds me of that and if i can give back in any way through through mfe then I want to be a part of it. So it's worth the investment. Music for Everyone's programs touch people of all ages in Lancaster, but Brendan told us a story about a recent encounter that showed him just how much these programs benefit the community down to the individual. I've interacted with a lot of folks around the Keys for the City pianos, and when we would place those pianos on the streets, you know, the second we set it down, somebody would come over and they'd start playing. Be, oh, I'm so excited about the pianos. Um, and over the course of the season, uh, May through September, we tend to go out, check on them, take some pictures of people playing. Mm-hmm. And uh, w- one year I, I was walking through, doing my rounds with the pianos and checking them out. And I ran into this woman. Who, she had a sheet music and she was playing I struck up a little bit of conversation with her. Um, you know, what do you like about Keys for the City? You know, I, we're the ones who put it out. Do you mind if I take a picture of you playing? <laughs> Stuff like that. And she said to me, you know, right now I'm going through was probably the toughest time that I've ever had in my entire life. And every day I come out here for about 10, 15 minutes, I play some music and it, it regrounds me and allows me to move through and, and get through this time. And ever since then, wow. I, I mean, 
there there are hundreds and hundreds of stories of of how our programming have affected people. That was one of those things. I mean, I, I'm getting chills down my spine mm-hmm. today just thinking about it. And and it it kind of recharges that battery. In the nonprofit world, sometimes you're like you're always doing stuff and you're wearing lots and lots of hats and you need those moments that kind of remind you, oh yeah, this is why I do this. This is why mm-hmm. our programming matters so much. This is why this organization needs to exist. And that was one of those yeah. those those moments that will always be with me. Right, that's so amazing. Well, I thank you for coming today with us and talking about Music for Everyone. And I hope our listeners will stop in and visit Music for Everyone at the gift fair and and try to catch the the chorus that will be there and and the ukulele uprising. So we're always excited to incorporate music into the gift fair. Well, thanks for having us, and thanks for including us and in all the work that right. y'all do at Gifts That Give Hope because yes. it's a really cool program and super impactful for organizations yes. like ours. Yes, well, thank you. We're so glad you're part of it. That's all for this episode of the Gifts That Give Hope podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can come meet and support all the guests on this podcast at this year's Gifts That Give Hope event taking place on Sunday, December 11, 2022, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Farm and Home Center. You can find more information and a complete list of charitable organizations, marketplace vendors, and food trucks participating this year at our Facebook page, Gifts That Give Hope Lancaster, on Instagram at Gifts That Give Hope Lancaster, and at our website, giftsthatgivehope.org. Thanks to Mark Mara for our theme music. The Gifts That Give Hope podcast is produced at So Good Media in Lancaster. Be sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts to get a new episode of Gifts That Give Hope each week. Thanks again and see you at the gift fair.